Listener discretion is always advised. Now, I know it's Friday, and you know it's Friday also. You also know that I released a podcast earlier. Here is a second two-piece. So, motherfuckers, y'all got a boxed dinner. Chris Rock, please take it away. Have you ever been face-to-face with a police officer and wondered, is he about to kick my ass? Well, wonder no more. If you follow these easy tips, you'll be fine. Now, the reason why I play these tips is because it is Friday night, and a lot of people are going to go out and let their hair down and play with their nose and drink their drinks and smoke their trees and do their designer drugs, but... From here to there, or from there to the next place, or wherever your final destination may be, and I'm not talking about the gravesite, but wherever it is that you decide to spend the rest of your night, you have to travel to get there. Here are some tips that may safely get you to that final location. First, obey the law. Laws were made for a reason. Think of them as hints. You've heard people say, man, I wouldn't do that shit if I was you. Well, here's some of that shit. Carjacking, armed robbery, arson, selling drugs, buying drugs, stabbing, shooting. You know, you probably won't get your ass kicked if you just use common sense. When you see flashing police lights in your mirror, stop immediately. Everybody knows if the police have to come and get you, they're bringing an ass kicking with them. When an officer approaches your car, be polite. Is there a problem, officer? (laughs) And stay in your car with your hands on the wheel. What the fuck do you want, motherfucker? Wrong idea, my guy. Want to give a friend a ride? Not so fast. Your friend might be crazy. Yes, everybody is crazy, including you. Especially if you listen to me. Now, before you let your friend in your car, ask them these questions. Do you have a gun? Do you have drugs? Do you have any warrants? Now, you know your friends, and you know exactly what kind of friends it is that you surround yourselves with. If you ask them questions and you know your friend's a liar, do what you need to do. And in case you do get pulled over by the cops. License and registration, please. Remind your friend to do this one thing. Shut the fuck up. Man, don't give him shit. What the fuck do you want? You have to give a friend a ride, get a white friend. A white friend can be the difference between a ticket and a bullet in the ass. Have you ever been... Well, you know, I read the comments under that. I was reading the comments under it while I was playing, and people are saying that that right now would be deemed as inflammatory. It would be deemed as something that actually might cancel one of the goats, Chris Rock. But you know what I do. You know what this is. Come on, you guys. This is for masters, this technique. This is the Justice in the Peace podcast. You already know what it is that I do over here. This is the daily, I don't know, gossip, entertainical, international. Um, I don't even know what the fuck the description of this podcast is, but I do know one thing. I am Justice, and this is the Peace.
It's Friday, y'all. It's motherfucking Friday. And it's been a long week. Every week is long. Especially when you gotta get up. You gotta go out. And you gotta go to work. And then before you get off of work, bills, they're coming in as your money is going out. No matter what you do, you're always in this rat race they call life. Well, you already know if you listen to the podcast, I'm here to alleviate some of that pressure, possibly take away some of that pain. I'm only here to talk a little bit of shit. And uh, my homeboy used to say swallow a little spit, but I don't think you could say that anymore because everything is so inflammatory. Everything is so over-sexualized. I don't even know if I can call my friends my guys without that implying that we have a different kind of relationship. But anyway, you guys know, my grandson tells you all the time, let me remind you that I'm Justice. And this is the Justice in the Peace podcast. This is the best solo produced podcast at the moment, if not ever. I'm here for every single entertainical, is that a word, need that it is that you may have. Welcome to the show. I mean, hey, someone's got to do this. I I, I, I see the, 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 the fact that people lack the determination to consistently come through with the content that is needed to run a podcast. Well, let me lean right in. It's Friday, so you know I freestyle a little bit over here. That don't mean I'm about to drop a song or no shit like that. I'm just going to go across some of the shit it is that has dropped on my feed within the last 24 hours. On the previous podcast, I was talking about the King Kong Godzilla prospect the, the the theory of hollow earth it seems like it's becoming more and more of a thing but that's not the only weird shit that's going on i mean you got people doing the weirdest things that they could possibly think about doing right now and then kind of well not even kind of they seem like they are surprised when people say hey man you are fucking crazy but anyway let me go ahead and take you into some of the crazy shit it is that I have been witnessing on my motherfucking timeline. Here we go. Now, you guys know I have a thing when it comes to young guys that haven't been necessarily influenced by uh, manly figures in their lives. I believe that most of the time they haven't had the chance to get punched in the chest or actually seen a guy deal with his problems like a man should. That's usually why it's easier for most kids to pick up pistols, point them, and kill people. Well, it even gets worse when those killers are rappers. Now, this is a terrible story. And, of course, I'm so not fucking happy to bring it to you, but... A temper rapper has killed his pregnant girlfriend days after a double murder acquittal. Now, this is coming to you from the right-winged angel, a 25-year-old Tampa, Florida rapper who goes by the name Ace NH, shot and killed his 22-year-old pregnant girlfriend in front of her one-year-old son. The rapper whose legal name is whose legal name is Billy Adams III was just acquitted three days prior 
of a double murder at a recording studio. Gangster rap culture is toxic and a threat to our country. It is a bigger threat than racism and even white supremacy. How many lives are lost every day from those who participate in or are influenced by this horrendous music. It has to stop. That is not a personal statement. I'm actually reading something off of this article. But like I said, a 25-year-old guy killed his girlfriend right in front of her son. But that's not even the kicker. The kicker is a few days earlier, he just got acquitted from double murder. So what do we do with that? I mean, is there anything that you can do with that? Because it seems like maybe he uh, uh, he did uh, uh, have a reason to murder the, 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 from what I understand what the story is that uh, he killed two guys in a recording studio because he overheard these guys plotting and scheming and, 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 and conspiring to rob the owner of this recording studio that he was in and he murdered these two guys, right? Then he went to trial, was found acquitted and then three days later decided to kill this young lady. Now, I don't know shit. And I do, I do know one thing if I don't know shit, and that's that um, I'm a fucking idiot. But this right here, what this, what this says to me is that this guy right now, or this guy at that moment, was afraid to lose something. And usually when you're afraid to lose something, it's because you haven't really lost something. Or it could be on the flip side, maybe you've lost everything. I don't know. But taking out your emotions in such of a vulgar and violent manner never brings anyone any peace. And I truthfully don't subscribe to that narrative because this is the Justice in the Peace podcast. Keep your motherfucking hands to yourself, man, especially when it comes to putting your hands on women. All of us men will eventually have sons that it is that we need to raise to run at a standard of manhood. And then what makes it worse, if we have daughters, it's the fear in the back of our head that they might they may come across one of these motherfuckers who don't understand the value nor meaning of life. My my condolences go out not only to that young lady's family. But to that 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 young king that witnessed that shit, that's PTSD on a whole nother level. Somebody murdering your mother in front of you. I mean, think before we re- please. Can we please start to think before we react all of the damn time? It's easy to react, and sometimes those reactions are just. Some sometimes those reactions they're they're supposed to be there because sometimes shit just ain't right. Like male genitalia in a female's locker room. Now this report is that Leah Thomas exposed male genitalia in the locker room following a swim meet. Who the fuck is Leah Thomas? I don't know, but we're going to find out together right now, okay? Now let me read this to you. This is coming from Breitbart. Riley Gaines, a former 12-time All-American and SEC champion swimmer for Kentucky, says that transgender swimmer Leah Thomas dropped his pants and exposed male genitalia in the woman's locker room following swim meets. All right, man, here, here we go. 
recalling her uneasiness after being forced to change in front of a man. Gaines told Fox News she wants the NCAA to establish separate locker rooms and changing areas for transgender athletes. Now this is coming from a woman who knows that when a guy drops his drawers, he wants to fuck. There's a different kind of, there's a different kind of uh, tension in the air. I mean, the air should actually smell different because there's sausage swinging at the moment. But anyway, let's get out of my imagination and bring it back to reality. We are, wait, we were not forewarned beforehand that we will be sharing a locker room with Leah, Gaines explained. We did not give our consent. They did not ask us for our consent, but in that locker room, we turned around and there was a six-foe biological man dropping his pants and watching us undress as we were exposed to male genitalia. Gaines continued, that to me was worse than the competition piece, not even probably a year, two years ago, this would have been considered some sort of sexual assault, voyeurism. But now, not even are they just allowing it to happen. It's almost as if these large organizations are encouraging it to happen. Games went further by adding that by nominating Thomas for the NCAA Woman of the Year Award, the organization was playing an active role in encouraging played... Wait, yeah, it says... The organization was playing an active role in encouraging, played an active role in encouraging other male athletes to identify women as the subject female athletes to unfair and awkward circumstances. Of course, after the NCAA championships, the NCAA then nominated Thomas for the NCAA Woman of the Year. So we, uh, uh, parentheses, they are celebrating at this moment. This is not something that happened by chance on a one-off basis she said there are encouraging they are encouraging quote unquote biological men to compete in women's sports joe biden didn't escape gains criticism either the former kentucky wildcat accused the administration of actively recruiting more white athletes to play female sports by spreading gender ideology propaganda. She also detailed the fear-mongering aimed at female athletes who dare speak out against the transgender movement. Now, Leah Thomas, what is your real name? If you still have a dick, I'm sorry to tell you, Steve, you're still a guy, all right? If you still got your twig and berries, listen, buddy, you still play for this side of the goddamn court, all right? You're on the wrong side of the court. If you want to dress up like a girl, fine. Dress up like a woman, great. If you want to be identified as a woman, fine. If you want to be called a woman, great. But is it okay for you to pull your pants down around, around other biologically 100% organically grown women? No. Put that dick away, man. What the fuck is going on with people, man? Now, see, I think that some people, like I've stated, like I've stated in previous podcasts, are just riding this wave to do some of the shit that it is that they wish they could do when they were kids. Just kind of stand around and watch women take their clothes off for free. It seems very, very odd because these motherfuckers have forgotten that there is porn. But isn't there something different? When you're right there close to it, next to it, can touch it, taste it, smell it. I mean, it just does something to the human psyche. But these motherfuckers right here, they need to be called on a shit or hit, punched in their mouth. Bruh, if you got a dick, don't be around those guys. 
I don't care how you identify. Don't be around those girls like that, okay? Especially if you identify as a woman but still date women and have a dick. I don't know if that's going to be necessarily safe because even though you may identify as a woman, you still got the strength of 10 men, you motherfucker. Anyway, let me stop before I hurt somebody's soft ass motherfucking feelings. You know, I talked about gangsterisms in the previous podcast that er aired earlier this motherfucking morning. Now, what if I were to tell you that in the mafia, there's such of a concealment of of not talking. There's a there's a credibility about actually being part of this organization. You're covered because you're a made man. Now they keep it so tight. I mean, it's like a virgin uh, touched for the very first time. Anyway, a mob boss was found working as a pizza boss after 15 years on the run from the police. Now, do you think your street gang can set you up like that? Because this guy, I mean, let me read this to you. This is coming to you from Hood Clips. Edgardo Greco, 63, who was apprehended in Saint, um, ooh, in France, Saint Denis, France, where he was working under the alias Palio Dimitrio as a pizza, pizza, I don't know, as a pizza specialist or a pizza chef in the Cafe Rosalini, wait, Rosini Italian restaurant. I did not read this. I should have. Authorities started closing in on Greco after he was featured in an article in the French newspaper Le Progress, which the restaurant posted on its official Facebook page. Do you think he made good pizza as a, as a mob boss? I thought there would be more to the story but this guy right here i'm pretty sure he was doing well until they showed up with them motherfucking cameras what a, i mean what the fuck what the, 63 i mean you know he looks healthy it's the picture that i'm looking at the guy looks fucking healthy it looks like he's been to the doctor he's been to the dentist he's been to the barber and he's got his eyes taken care of because of the specs that it is that's on his forehead one thing i can say about this shit is that this part of organized crime it's motherfucking organized man shit i don't know if we got it like that over here to where we could actually hide somebody who's running one of the cartels <clears throat> i mean hide them for 15 years some people have invested in the runaway uh, or the getaway is probably the better way to term to, to term that some people own islands some people have their money in offshore accounts so some people could possibly disappear for this amount of time and not get caught for the rest of their life and us not know about it and us i mean you and me but who the fuck are we and shit i mean you're somebody but me I'm just a fucking idiot. But anyway, on to other fucking things. Now, I love to do morbid facts. It's just a fact. And you know what's another fact? That I do the morbid facts almost every episode now. Because it's fascinating to me what human nature actually is about. And there's really no outline to what it is that is possible if you are born as a human. You could be whatever the fuck it is that you want to be. I just told you that. Well, check out these morbid facts, all right? 
Badasses of History, Part 13. At the age of 18, Major Donnie Dunnigan became the youngest ever drill instructor in the U.S. Marines. Good job, Dunny. He served 25 years in the Marine Corps and was wounded several times during his three tours in Vietnam, earning himself 13 promotions along with three Purple Heart medals and a Bronze Star. Throughout his decorated career, he managed to keep secret that he was also the voice of Bambi in the 1942 Disney film. Stop! So a Marine was the voice of Bambi in the 1942 film. Wow. You gotta... Hey, man. Service members, all of you, I don't care what you did. Thank you. Continue. Lepa Radich was a 17-year-old Yugoslav resistance fighter who was sentenced to death in 1943 for shooting at the Nazis. Why? Fuck the Nazis. As the rope was being tied around her neck, she was offered a way out of the gallows if she simply revealed the names of her leaders. Don't snitch. But she declined, saying they'd reveal themselves when they came to avenge her. Hey, now you see, could y'all do that? Could you be a badass of history as they slip that 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 rope? Uh, 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 I don't even want to reenact that. If they getting ready to make your ass hang from something or slit your throat or something like that, would you be able to keep your contacts confidential? Would you be able to go ahead and, and look death in the eyes and step across that threshold of life into the next uh, meaning or the next existence that may be on the other side? Are you willing to blindly Stay with your team. That is the question, you motherfuckers. I know. I'm sorry. Continue. Badasses of History, Part 13. At the age of... Okay, that was only two or three of them. Damn it. The fact about those morbid facts right there is that they weren't long enough. But that doesn't matter. I got content. And not only that, I'm quite versatile when it comes to talking. Well, since we just brought up some morbid facts, let's bring up another fact. How fucking terrible these devices it is that we have are not only for the persons for the persons that own them but for the persons that don't even necessarily know how to control them i'm going to report to you this terrible story from the new york post and you probably need to go there to get the rest of it i'm just going to read you a paragraph like i said this is coming from the New York Post. They're so sad. A 14-year-old New Jersey high school student took her own life after a video was posted online of a group of girls attacking her. A suicide her father believes was fueled by longtime bullying. Now, like I said, if you want to get more information about this tragic, tragic story, please go to the New York Post. But... Like I said, we do know that these devices, they're divisive. They fuck with everything. They make it to where you tell your kids to shut the fuck up. They make it to where your wife, she cups the, 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 the top of her phone around certain times of the day when certain people are giving her messages. The phone is so divisive. Have you ever seen a man leave his house and then realize almost up the block that he didn't forgot? his phone he'll whip that motherfucking car back around and speed back home leave the doors open you would rather lose your wallet than lose your phone huh i bet you 
But anyway, the phones can fuck with your mental. And they can definitely fuck with your mental if you are a child. Because the difference between here, which is right now what you're listening to me about is real life, and there, the internet, where everybody only projects the best parts of their life. The difference between those two things, they're unrecognizable to the human brain at such a young age. This is why I consistently and constantly tell people, watch how much screen screen time it is that your children have on these motherfucking devices because they are implemented to program us all. Anyway, my condolences go out to that young lady's family, especially her parents. Fucked up it is. Fucked up it is. Now, left and right, right and left, I cannot avoid that it seems like we are inching closer and, and, and closer to the apocalypse that some people have made movies about, TV shows. Some people even fantasize about for fun. I don't think it's fun, but it looks like there is a possibility, some kind of weird one, that we may have a fucking zombie apocalypse. This is the third or fourth time I've had to report this shit on my show. Please do not let this shit happen. Goodness. Are some of us becoming social media zombies? Oh, those kind of zombies. Yeah. If you're running into a social media, if you're turning into a social media zombie, then you're not living. You're existing in a virtual world that's taken over your life. And that's a problem because this addiction can lead to a whole bunch of negative consequences like anxiety, depression, and low self-esteem. It can also make you vulnerable to cyberbullying and the spread of misinformation. But it's not just your mental health that's at risk. It's your productivity, attention span, physical activity, sleep, and face-to-face communication skills. And let's not forget about your privacy. All of these things are being affected, and that's how a real human being should be living a life. Oh, that's not written right. So if you want to truly live, then it's time to put down your phone, step away from the screen, and take control of your life. Don't let social media control you because the only way to truly win is by being in control of yourself. Now, this is scanning through uh, avatars. One is picked. There is no talking, as you can hear. But the article that I did just read to you is is about this. It's about the disconnect that we have with each other because we have these phones. We're completely disconnected from people who are in our immediate radius, our immediate vicinity, but connected to motherfuckers we ain't never met halfway across the world, or so they say, or connected to people who are in our city who we don't even know are really our friends or possibly our motherfucking foes. I did not think that that story didn't have anybody else talking, so I had to carry the weight. That's okay. That's okay. I'm good at uh, uh, distributing loads. <laughs> sorry, it is Friday. You sorry, motherfuckers. Anyway, like I said... The phones, they inflict inflict damage on how it is that we determine how to deal with our problems. Now, I would hate to become a councilman or a congress member or any of that, especially during this time and especially 
if I was doing something wrong. Now, I'm not saying that this next guy was doing something wrong, but somebody thought that he was doing something wrong enough to kill him. So I'm going to read to you this story. And once again, it's coming to you from the right-winged angel. A New Jersey municipal council member was shot dead in his car Wednesday, exactly a week after the unsolved slain of councilwoman Eunice Dwamfor. Russell Heller, 51, was found dead just after 7 a.m. in the Somerset parking lot of the PSENG, the local energy company where the Milford Republican worked. Cops quickly ID'd a former employee, Gary Curtis, 58, as a suspect and found him dead in his car from a suspected self-inflicted gunshot around three or four hours after the slaying. So this guy killed somebody and then went and killed himself. There's not a lot of information into this shit. Like I said, you can go to the right-winged angel for more information about that story. Now, it seems like killing is the new norm. Everybody talks about killing, popping you, shooting you, sticks, switches, dicks, that's a gun. Guns, that's a dick. Dick gun, I don't know. Loads, I don't know, spinning the block. Everybody is talking about killing everybody. And when you get that kind of uh, energy floating around, usually it's contagious. Just like if you're listening to happy music and people walk into the room, it's kind of contagious. Now, I'm not necessarily sure on what the fuck is going on with Drake and Extentacion's case, but I do know that he will be in a deposition in the next couple of days regarding what it is that he has to do with the murder of that young man. Now, I played on the, on the podcast a couple of days ago about this guy being interviewed and him joking around about him chilling with his friend in Canada by the name of Aubrey, and Aubrey telling him that he had a problem with this young kid named X, and then the kid died, and then that guy asked, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a whole bunch of shit going on, but in order for us to completely understand this shit, we need to understand one thing, and that's that the music industry, it has been controlled. There are masters. Most of the artists are puppets. Once they get on, they have to sing and dance and do what is told. We are just under the illusion that the internet is ours because we think that we're controlling what's popular when in all actuality don't anybody except for these artists have the money to influence the influencers. If you got a few hundred million dollars and you want to influence the way a generation is thinking or moving, all you have to do is invest that into some crazy shit that the kids listen to. I mean, who is to know who supports what? I mean, as long as the money is flowing, you ain't never seen a rapper say, oh man, I can't do this shit because I know these guys support me. That'll never happen because most people are just concerned about their bag. Now, I don't know if, if, if X was killed behind just the bag or was he killed because he was going to be talking about something in one of his future pro projects or come to an understanding that most people don't want to I mean, necessarily share with the world. I mean, I just said it. The music industry has always been weird. Hollywood has always been fucked up. So with that being said, just keep your eyes open for, for what may happen after this deposition in the Extentacion murder. Now, moving on to other things. I also played uh, uh, 
a sound, what it sounds like of dropping ice down a borehole in uh, Antarctica. I don't know if you heard that, but it sounded like somebody was down there shooting lasers and shit. Really, really weird shit is going on in 2023. And all I can tell you is that as long as I'm alive, I'm here for it. I guess I couldn't be here for it if I was dead. But I never died, and I don't know shit. Plus, I'm a fucking idiot. Do you know what uh, Project Veritas is? Veritas. Do you know what that is? Well, check this out. She knows what it is. Project Veritas's founder, James O'Keefe, is on paid leave. O'Keefe. That sounds so damn familiar. I cannot... Could it be O'Keefe from the Tupac? He ain't the same guy, because that O'Keefe is black, and this right here is a white man. I'm sorry, lady. Go ahead. ...from Project Veritas. This came shortly after the Project Veritas' expose on Pfizer. Current director of Pfizer had admitted on camera that they were participating in gain-of-function, as well as having problems with the vaccine and women's reproductive system. Hold the fuck on. Gain of function, isn't that what gave COVID-19 its wings like Red Bull? I gotta look up this shit too. I'm sorry, lady, go ahead. He tried to debunk the Pfizer expose by stating that that employee did not actually work there, but Project Veritas came with the screenshots and it exploded. Something like 20 some odd million views on Twitter and Instagram forced Pfizer to come out and make a statement in regards to the expose. Okay, we gotta look up. You don't gotta do shit. This is my job as a reporter. On the next episode, I will be doing an expose on uh, uh, Veritas. I'm sorry. Here's the list of board members uh, from a Matt Tiramad. Okay, Matt Tiramad, John Garvey, George Skankle, Joseph Barton, Steve Alambic, Alambic, and the CFO is Tom Ohada. Ohada, that's the guy's name from Enter the Dragon that Bruce Lee kicked in the fucking ribs. Um, yeah, stupid, stupid information in my brain. The COO is Barry Hinckley. Ringleader pronouns in his, he has pronouns in his bio. John Garvey, George Skakel, Joseph Barton, and Steve Albemick. CFO being Tom O'Hara and COO being Barry Hinkley. And just make sure you use Hinkley's pronouns. I didn't know she was going to do that, obviously. According to Swig, who has an inside whistleblower, the board, they stated that a board had held a six and a half hour struggle session versus James, where they subjected him to constant derusion and insults. At the what is derusion? Does anybody know the definition of that name? What is derusion? The insistence of Tiraman, O'Hara, and Hinckley basically boiled down to about 10 employees who stated that James O'Keefe was a tough boss to work for. Stripped him of all his authority and then they placed him on a paid administrative leave until they could make a decision whether or not to remove him completely from Project Veritas. Well, well one thing about this is them putting him on restriction and getting him to leave Project Veritas after uh, a said thing had happened. Okay. That that that's cool, but she kind of skimmed past something that I couldn't stop her from saying, and and that's something that 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 is losing uh, uh, reality right now. So you're not always supposed to like your fucking boss. That, that that you're not supposed to like anybody who has the power and ability to not only tell you what to do, but to turn off the water so that you cannot drink nor provide water to your family. I never really got along with too many of my bosses. But then again, I'm under a different mind state right now. I'm my own boss. And that's just me. I'm sorry, lady. I have followed Project Veritas 
for a very long time. Veritas will flounder without James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe is Project Veritas. And James O'Keefe will be just fine. He could start up anew and people would rally behind him. Project Veritas will never recover. So more to come on this. So Project Veritas won't recover, but James O'Keefe has been kicked off of it. I don't know exactly what the fuck that means. I don't know exactly where the fuck that goes. I just know that it's interesting as fuck that, that she just slipped gain of function into a conversation. And more people in the comments are more worried about this guy than, than actually following. When did the gain of function shit start? I mean, someone has to be held accountable for doing what was done. To this country, but then again, too many people are so busy trying to pay their rent, trying to keep their lights on, trying to buy a pack of eggs for 14 motherfucking dollars to even have the time to sit down and learn about some corrupt shit that's going on in our fucking government. I mean, you got kids, right? You got to worry about your, your, your kids chain of custody from the time it is that they leave your house to the time it is that they get home. So you're constantly worrying and wondering what the fuck is coming around the corner next. But with this shit, someone does need to be held accountable for the fact that people were scared and corralled into a corner and forced to take this vaccine that now we know did not work was I think not supposed to work in fighting the disease and what from some people have submitted as their evidence was completely created to issue heart attacks I don't know if that's true all I know is that sometimes I wish that I owned my own spacecraft and I wish that I could just fly the fuck off of Earth for two or three years and come back. But that's not possible. Even if you own a pair of those ugly ass Astro boots that's out right now. Now, I've seen these Astro boots on a couple of guys and, and I've seen a comedian actually say the proper, at least for me, it made me feel like I wasn't going crazy. There's a comic and he said, uh, comics Steve Brown, I believe that's his name. Hold on, we got it right here. Comic Steve Brown, here we go. So y'all mean to tell me, y'all about to do this. They doing it, bruh, bruh. Y'all about to do this. They doing it, bruh, bruh. Really? Really? Y'all about to do this right here. It's done. So y'all mean to tell me y'all about to go from acting like clowns to looking like clowns? Looking like that's clowns. That's what you about to do. If you gonna do this, you may as well go and get the wig, the the makeup and the little nose to go with your big red chili pepper steppers. I mean, they do kind of look like uh, they belong to Ronald McDonald's cousin, right? So you can actually look like the clown you're about to look like. Well, I mean, you'd kind of already look like a clown uh, uh, when you can't run uh, uh, without pulling up your pants, when you can't fight without pulling up your pants when actually you know it was funny the other day i was noticing how it is that man's clothing clothing is getting tighter and women's clothing are getting baggier i wonder is that by design i'm sorry steve yeah y'all doing too much people you're doing too much y'all then went from fake booties to fake extended dinglings oh wait 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 a second they're extending dicks. There's dick extension surgeries. What the fuck? To, 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 to the, the man wigs with the real waves in it. Yeah, you bald-headed niggas need to sit that shit down. 
all the way down. If you're balding, do you know what that is? That is a sign of life. Yeah, your hairline, it may be dying, but you know what? Some of your friends died along the way also. Did you jump off a bridge and join them? No. So if your hair is turning gray or falling the fuck off your head, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I'm sorry. The Velcro beards where you can snap on and snap off, and I can't see eyelashes. Oh, my goodness. You're doing too much. You know what? I tell you what, somebody just go ahead and move me to Mars. Yeah. Move me to Mars. Yeah, um, I'm on my way. So y'all I'm, I'm on my way. I'm feeling the same exact way. Like I said, I wish I just owned something so I could leave here for a while because things are seemingly getting... Uh, Crazy. I remember when I was a young guy, I didn't think that the world was this crazy. But then again, I didn't want to wear a pair of shoes that I saw in a cartoon that was fictional about a guy who could fly out of the fucking hemisphere of Earth. But I also didn't have to worry about uh, calling my girl and hearing her uh, cheeks getting clapped like an applause from an audience or worry about what that sounded like. I don't know. These kids, listen to this shit. Hey, Kyle, what's your biggest fear, bro? Damn, my, my biggest fear? My biggest fear is me calling my bitch and she pick up the phone while she getting fucked, right? And you know. Whoa, young man. Check this out. I, I'm truthfully, that guy's not your friend because he should have told you right then and there. If she's getting fucked by somebody else, that is not your bitch. You no, know, there's a lot of niggas out here who don't know. It, like, if they on the phone with their bitch, she getting fucked. And, you know. You'll never know. Never. I don't care how much investigating it is that you do. Unless you see her going to the house with another guy and shit, she'll lie about that until she die. You won't know. Women are too tactical for our tactics. Oh, I prepare for this, you know. Damien Lillard says, you know what I'm saying, be ready for the moment. You know what I'm saying? So I don't watch about 40 porn videos. Of Bruh, no. This is getting fucked. Why is he on the phone with a nigga to know what they sound like? You do understand that porn is a form of acting, right? Women don't usually make all that damn noise. Now, especially women who didn't spit out babies. Once you see eight pounds come out of a vagina, you kind of know that your dick ain't doing no damage. I mean, unless, you know, unless. Um, there are certain circumstances. There are stories that women could always soak in this strange miracle water and snap that pussy back. But anyway, young man, go ahead. Yeah, that's you know, fucked up, bro. Long breaths. Heavy pauses, you know. I've been really perfecting my craft, so I know if my bitch getting fucked while I'm on the phone with her. You uh, know, so I know with it, smooth yeah, with it. That's terrible. What 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 a way to grow up. I I'm so glad I'm an '80s baby. I mean, hey, what else can I tell you, man? It's a weird time to be alive. It's a weird time to be alive if you're young. It's a weird time to be alive if you're old. Well, check this weird ass story out. This is coming to you from the New York Post, and it's just a little check-in about gun safety. A lawyer dies after his gun was triggered by a hospital MRI scanner. Yes. Lawyer dies after the gun is triggered by a hospital's MRI scanner. I don't know what that does. I don't know what that means. Does it mean that the radiation made the trigger pull itself? I don't know. Was his gun pointed at him when it off? When it went off? 
I don't know. Was he holding his gun and doing an x-ray? I don't know. I do know this is coming from the New York Post. Disaster struck after the machine yanked the weapon from his waistband. Oh, this, did he get... Oh, did he get cut in half? I don't know. Go to the New York Post. There's not that much information. It's Friday. So you know it's it's going to consistently keep coming. It's going to consistently keep coming. You know, I have friends. And my friends have weird names. And I constantly have to tell them, check it out. You don't have a weird name, all right? And, and, and you know what? You know, I'm fine, bitch. I'm fine, bitch. Don't worry about me. I'm fine, bitch. Everything is great over here. You're good with your weird-ass name. I don't care what your weird-ass name is. But with these names, it makes us emotional about so many things and how it is we're supposed to act, especially if your name is Billy Bob and you don't feel like a Billy Bob. Maybe you feel like a Jimmy Jam. I don't know. I really don't even know where the fuck this shit is going. But I do know one thing. That pretty soon I'm going to have to get off this motherfucker and take my ass to work. Now, when it comes to, 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 to the time that it is that we live in. You know, people identify with whatever the fuck it is that they want to identify with. And I don't give a fuck whatever the fuck that is. But sometimes I see things to where I have to go. Okay, that's a bit much like this. I'm glad you asked. Let's talk about it. Okay, I didn't ask anything, but hey, let's talk about it. So try gender and the way you identify in it can be very heavily based on your culture and your cultural background. Okay, that's weird because from what I understand, most white people don't identify themselves with having culture. So what culture is it unless you're actually not going to identify as white and then identify from where it is that your ancestors migrated from, right? For example, I know in Hawaiian culture- You're not Hawaiian lady, okay? Can you identify as another culture? I know uh, it's completely okay to identify as another sex, which is a little weird. But can you identify as another culture? Can I identify as a Hispanic man, even though I have no Hispanic DNA in my bloodstream? Sure. Um, there are three genders. There's a no! third gender. Uh, I forget what it's called. I'm sorry. See, you don't even know about the shit. How the fuck you gonna tell me about some shit that you don't know nothing about? I'm sorry, lady. I'm sorry. Sorry, but if you happen to be Native Hawaiian, you could identify as that third gender and then man and woman. Or if you happen to be, you know, from Native Hawaiian background and and on the other side, you have a different background that also has a third gender. You I don't think that you know what it is that you're trying to convince me of because I'm confused all motherfucking ready. You can identify as those two non-binary genders and then take your pick if you want man or woman or a, not even another non-binary gender. You know what? This pick thing, take your pick thing. You know what's fucked up is when nature picks you for a feast. They don't give a fuck about this shit. You know what? Go ahead, I'm sorry. Take your pick? I mean, the, the, the reason why it bothers me is because, I mean, if you're born a woman, you can't just say I'm an, I identify as a man and then take a piss standing up without pissing your pants. But, I, I mean, I know, grandson, I'm trying to work myself through this. I'm sorry, lady, continue. 
But all in all, it comes from your cultural background. What culture are you talking about? So for me, I come from a very heavy Dutch background. Ooh, the Dutch. And American background. So for me, it's more based on if there's man on one side, woman on the other, and non-binary is somewhere in the middle. And then I take up that whole area, the whole- What the fuck do you mean you take up the whole area? bar there and i know for a lot of people non-binary is a completely separate spectrum and i that's just not my experience but i still think that that's a valid experience to have who are you to validate someone else's experience it all depends on you who am i that's the question who are you who are they what is this help me please your experiences and your personal history you know I hope this answers your question. Let me know if you have any more questions and I'd be happy to answer them. Okay, I, I'm more confused than, than, than I was when we began. Oh, I think I forgot to mention, for those of you who are newer here or just don't know, I identify as tri-gender. This is my trans identity. And I am a man, a woman, and non-binary. So, you know, take that bar again, man, woman, non-binary. I just take up the whole bar. And it's different from gender fluid because the the gender identity never changes or shifts where- Wait a minute, so you're everything all the time, every time? So if, okay, so let's say you were born in the wrong body, you were assigned a body as a woman's body, but you identify as a man. What does that man do when his period hits? I'll wait. For one, gender identity is stronger than the other, anything like that, you know? I'm very happy to talk about this stuff, so please don't feel like any of your questions are too weird or anything like that for me. But if Okay, okay, I definitely have some questions, and I'm def definitely going to try to get into contact with this young, um, uh, try, uh, try identifier, I don't know. Of course, know. do try to phrase them in the politest way you yeah. can. Try, try gender. <laughs> All right, with that, I will see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, trigenderist, is that the way that you would say that, trigenderist? Huh? I don't know. I, 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 I'm lost. I keep saying I need someone help, please. Just, just, just help. Just help. I mean, we all need help. We hate to admit it, but we all need help. One thing that I don't need help with is getting the fuck up off my ass and doing this podcast. And that's because I find great, great, oh shit, I find, oh, I guess I don't, I hit the mic. I find great comfort and pleasure in recording these episodes, not only for the people that do listen, but for the people that will eventually come to listen. Now, with that being said, you know, we have to find that power source, that propelling force that, that, that makes us jump up in the morning. And sometimes you can find that in, in speeches. Sometimes you may find that in books. Sometimes you may find it in a visual story. They call those things movies. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I find a lot of my motivation through listening from people who are successful. They say you should you should surround yourself around like-minded individuals. And I like my mind to be surrounded around people who strive for success. Kinda like this guy right here. Sun don't stop for nobody, man. Sun don't fucking stop. Sun gonna be up in the morning regardless. Get your ass up. That's
Get the fuck up. That's Kevin Hart. You know, you know that voice. Let's replay this over, all right? Sun don't stop for nobody, man. Sun don't fucking stop. Sun gonna be up in the morning regardless. That sun is gonna be up in the morning regardless. Regardless of how I fucking feel and how depressed I am, the sun is gonna fucking shine in the morning. And at nighttime, the moon gonna be there. And you gonna look up, these days gonna keep going by. So you go by and look up and you done wasted a year doing what? What, do you just pick it up? All right, well, gotta figure it out. Made some mistakes, life goes on. That's right. Let me figure out life from this point. I'm a life goes on type of guy. Yeah, I, I, I love that. For a long time, I wasn't a life goes on kind of guy. I was a doom and gloom kind of guy, uh, a, a bottom of the bottle individual. Well, right now, listen, people, I'm top motherfucking shelf how I feel about myself at this part and point in my life. So no matter what it is that you may be going through, no matter what the situations may be that present themselves right now at your positioning in life, just keep pushing forward. There's no other direction to go except for backwards. And if you like to do things twice, you're more than welcome to start over. Go ahead. But you do have the foundation to learn from all the mistakes it is that you have already made. You have that foundation to move differently. Go ahead and use your past experiences for fucking ways. Not for fucking ways. Use your past experiences in contrast on how it is that you decide to move in the future that's all it is that i can really tell y'all you know i gotta get the fuck up out of here you're welcome you, you my gratitude for you listening to the podcast can never be spoken in actual words but i must say thank you now we already know it's about that time can i get you to pull your phones out go ahead and hit that like button go ahead and give me a subscription Please share the podcast to anybody it is that you know, even if it may piss them off. That is one of the funnest things that I could do in, in, in my spare time is actually not be doing something and make somebody throw their motherfucking phone across the room. I love it so much. I do. I do. But please share the podcast. Get it out there. I'm trying to do a grassroots thing instead of investing in these multi-billion dollar companies. Everyone knows that I podcast daily. Could you please share the podcast to anybody that you know? And even if they don't like it and they have something to say to me, I could tell them what they could do with their daddy's dick. Now, each one of these podcasts are recorded in one sitting. No editing. No editing. No adjustments. Re-records. All that shit is done one sit down by me, Justice, from Justice and the Peace. Once again, every single one of these episodes are dedicated to the life, love, legacy, and the memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. And I cannot say it. I can't say it enough. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody in the process, you good with me, man. You good with me. This is justice. And this is another justice and the peace podcast thank you for joining and thank you for listening peace